I was absolutely shocked to see not only how good the accounting office's fence is next door, (laughs) but to see how good their roof is. They just got that new roof, too. Yeah. So they just got a new roof and a new fence at the accounting office next door. And about 3.30 in the morning, and I heard it. I heard it. I, I, it woke me up the first crack of it. Mm-hmm. And then I heard just a splitting crack, 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 crack. And I thought it was in our backyard and I was ready for something to hit the house. I was like, oh, man, it was so loud. And then I couldn't see anything because it was dark, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. But then when you got up this morning, you're like, hey, tree <laughs> fell next door. I was like, what? And yeah, and the neighbors, the neighbors, and I looked, I was like, I didn't see anything. And I was like, what are you talking about? And Holy crud. Yeah. That thing, the fact that their fence and their roof both look undamaged. Oh, I think I think only one one shingle got slid. I oh. think that's it. <laughs> so, I wonder legally if it well, I mean, imagine you got to be liable for it. I mean, that just kind of sucks, but that's what insurance is for, you know. Yeah, I would which is one of those things that I doubt that they have knowing them, but still. Well, they're just renters. They don't own that oh. place. No, no. Oh, they are? Yeah. Doesn't that make everything they're doing like 10 times worse? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. No, no. It's 100% worse. But what I what I want to think about is whoever's illegally living in that trailer, mm-hmm. how much are they sweating bullets right now? Because if they... Yeah. Because, look, I have no doubt... See, It's a CPA firm next door. Mm-hmm. They are going to file a police <laughs> report. They have to. They have to yeah. file a property report. An insurance inspector is going to have to come out. And in the course of that, that means at any point that, you know, the police come over to just the CPA firm. Mm-hmm. And again, visible because if the CPA firm gives them, you know, permission to legally, uh, you know, go into their backyard. And it's anything from visual for what they're filling down that report. I can't imagine them not looking over and seeing a bright orange extension cord going from a trailer that's not supposed to be there in the first place, not supposed to be within six feet of any side or at the edge of the property and not supposed to have anybody living in it unless it has proper uh, hookups. So I'm just sitting here going, if I'm in that trailer right now, I am sweating. I am sweating like Jesse Pinkman if somebody comes knocking at his door <laughs> in the RV, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that's fun and that's good times. But, oh, but holy crud. I mean, literally, I'm, I am I feel bad and good all at the same time. I really thought that the tree next to us um, went out on the south lot, went down and took out uh, M. I was like, that'd just be my luck right there. That my, mm-hmm. you know, truck that's stuck so i was like hey let's pause the insurance on it because there's no point paying insurance on a truck that can't move now gets smashed by a tree and and it's not over yet so oh yeah well it's supposed to be 40 today i've been just every single time i'm looking out the Mm -hmm. window i'm watching ice pieces falling from all the trees but you can definitely tell which ones are okay because they're starting to stand back up yeah because the weight's starting to fall off yeah like i'm amazed that our pecan trees are as strong as they are because they're just they're just standing right no, back they up. they just looked at it as a weight loss opportunity. <laughs> That's really what I felt like they were doing. They're just like, you know, it's cold. Yeah, got too many branches. Let me just drop these. And none of them hit the house. Yet. So, well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, but they didn't. They could have, like, easily yeah. taken out, 
you know, the guest room, your grow room, yeah. you know, and said hi to Tabby. <laughs> so, yeah, because Tabby's so, right out of the way of yeah. it, but we could have taken out a wall. Yeah, <laughs> she would have heard it for sure. Like, hey, you have access to the bathroom from your room now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, she, so everybody's good. And then last night we had, I was, we were sitting there watching, uh, we were watching uh, Breaking Bad, because mm-hmm. you guys haven't seen it yet, so it's why I use Jesse Pinkman as a reference. But uh, when we were watching Breaking Bad and I'm looking out there and I'm like, it's cloudy. Why do I keep seeing a star? Oh, that's not a star. It's probably a plane. Wait, that's not a plane. It's, it's not twinkling. moving. <laughs> and it's like, and then I saw just a nice little light up and I was like, what the heck? So w- walked outside and sure enough, one of the poles was arcing with the, uh, what it ended up being. They looked at it. They you know, got out his binoculars and everything. He was looking at it. So what it was is an icicle was literally hanging from the tree and had bent enough that it just kept completing the connection. Fun. And so completing the circuit. And then there was another one that was further down it and it was completing the circuit. Whenever they tapped at the same time, it was just lighting up the whole wire. So they taped that off. <laughs> and I, I saw at least half a dozen people that turned down the road and were like, oh, crud, because it was taped off. Oh, yeah, off. somebody still did end up knocking down the tape further away from us. Seriously? Yeah, uh, it's on the ground now. Idiots. You know, so. No, it's fine. You're the exception to the rule. When somebody dies from that, I hope. I hope you know you, you think about that. So, uh, but yeah. So, are we supposed to have another freeze, or are we right now as it sits in the forecast? We just need to worry about what's in the basement. Uh, well, today is yeah. Like I said, forty is the high for today. Mm-hmm. For tomorrow and Saturday, the highs are 52 and 56, but the lows are 30. So we're still got two more nights of not great, but they will melt during Mm -hmm. the day. And then by Sunday, 65, Monday, 70, Tuesday, uh, 70, and then it starts to go back down. And by, at least for now, not this Saturday, but next Saturday, the low is back at 35 and the high 60. So it's not like, you know, staying in so, that very very you know cold not going to melt anything when it gets you know sunny outside mm-hmm. but not quite out of the freeze yet so okay yay well so what that means though is it means that maybe we should consider putting those folders cans and emptying the coffee out of them put the coffee somewhere else go get a cop a small you know half inch copper pipe put a, a bevel onto it and smack it into the pecan trees um because we can gather syrup mm-hmm so. I would love to. <laughs> just yeah. Something that, like, I've never thought that I'd be able to do, and that's like, a hundred percent. I would. Yeah. Love to do no, that. I'm. I'm. Ex- I'm. I'm. I'm not against that thought. So, <laughs> for sure. But uh, with that, welcome to the afternoon dive on the stupid podcast on everything. Where I'm Joey and I'm Kiki, and we talk about everything and nothing all at the same time. And today is Thursday, February second. I don't care what the groundhog said. Do we know what what Puxatani Phil predicted yesterday? Have any idea? Uh, for Groundhog's Day? Today. I'm sorry. Do we know today? I, I don't know why my brain did that. Um, do we know what Puxatani Phil actually predicted today? No, I didn't care. <laughs> but probably short winter, considering everywhere is cloudy right now. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, he wouldn't come out and see his shadow, would he? He, defi- he did see his shadow. Oh, okay. Good. So I'm going to get my bathing suit out. Because... This morning you said he's only he's got less than a forty percent chance of being right, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
Works for me. So, <laughs> Puxatani Phil, thank you. And speaking of Phil's, what else is going on? Dr. Phil, 21 years, is wrapping up its last year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes me happy. Okay, I've literally the only th- reason that I don't like Dr. Phil is because he made the what's what's her fucking name? Bad, Bad baby, baby mm-hmm. popular and I thought it was the dumbest shit ever. And wasn't Lil Tay also on there yep. at some point? Yeah, no. I hate that. That that was the worst phase mm-hmm. <laughs> of my entire generation existing. Like that was, everybody kind of collectively prefers to pretend like it didn't happen Mm -hmm. because there was no reason in the world for anybody to obsess over these people give them any sense of a platform and now bad baby's riding on it and creating a college fund for people and blah 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 blah. it's like you know what whatever she's doing something good with what she got she you know got rid of her signature red hair and Mm it just looks like a normal person now which is crazy (laughs) but yeah so she's well her only fans account didn't do what she thought was thought it was going to do oh yeah she has one oh you didn't know that no she made a butt ton of money on her OnlyFans. No, but it didn't. What she made money. I'm talking about. She was expecting that to be what propelled her into like mainstream stuff for her music and her rapping and everything oh, else. Oh, well, I didn't it, even think that that's what she was trying to do. Oh yeah, she no, just no. Did she, it and she, she was, said it straight out. She was. I don't even remember who it was. It was somebody. It was probably TMZ. They're the only ones that, or Access Hollywood, or some crap that nobody actually listens to. Who actually said that, well, like, you know, she had said, yeah, I was thinking that the account was going to get me over to, you know, so mainstream, da 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 And all I could think was, like, who has that worked for? Like, I who's mean, a famous artist who started from OnlyFans? Well, not OnlyFans, but famous artists have started from exploiting their bodies. Oh, yeah. So, no, Tracy yeah. Lords is one. And you probably don't know who Tracy Lords is because she was back in the 80s. However, if you've watched Mortal Kombat, you know who Tracy Lords is because she did a lot of the music in Mortal Kombat. So, you know. So, yeah. No, I get that. That's uh, But that was like back in, you know, VHS days. Do you, well, yeah. But do you forget that? we have mainstream rappers right now that were strippers and now mm-hmm. are so that's what i was yeah, talking no, about I, no, I got, <laughs> no no different different things in different aspects and i get it but but they anybody who's successful on anything is going to be successful because of that thing right well, yeah like, i'm just you know i don't know if you know this or not but do you know that michael jordan at one time was playing baseball professionally no it was a very short-lived career so you know it was he, he was yeah he was he he played baseball nobody cared <laughs> and it just didn't work because it some things don't cross over properly like that so and um, that was one of them but uh anyway so let's go into do you want to start with unpopular opinions today because it's thursday so or do you want to start with things that should be illegal or or isn't or should i just shut up and give you the wheel for a second <laughs> well, i was thought we were starting with unpopular opinions go for it so i have two that are mine like i i feel these and i know that you agree on both of them okay um the first one is that just because somebody is blood family does not mean that you get have to refer to them as your family or care about them in a sense that it means more than your friends or Mm -hmm. anything like that because it's an absolutely bullshit thing you didn't choose them they they were just a part of your life the moment that you were born or afterwards if you know you ended up with siblings or you know cousins and all that yeah. so it's just it's i i hate this narrative that you have to 100% enjoy 
and be around and love and care about and blah 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 your blood relatives because you know their blood you know they mean more than whoever and people use it as a reason for manipulation a lot of the times mm-hmm. and i really hate that it's like if you just scroll on reddit especially around the holidays so people talk about oh you know my sister-in-law my mother-in-law my brother-in-law and all the you know family that they didn't choose right <laughs> starts getting into their business and it's like well you have to you know care about what i have to say because you know we're family now it's like that's not how that works mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like i chose your son it doesn't mean that you're my mother now like things those are always the most common ones is you know people's you know, partners, parents getting involved in their relationship and like, oh, well, when are you going to give me grandkids? You know, and da 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 and things like that. And it's like, I, you, I don't give a fuck about yeah. giving you grandkids. If I want kids, they're my kids. Like, and people trying to make decisions for them and then, you know, using that as a, as a reason. Like, well, I'm, you know, I'm family. Like, you have to, you have to listen to what I have to say. You have to care about what I have to say. I get a choice and I get a word in this. It's like, that's not how it works. I didn't choose you. I never, never wanted you, never chose you, didn't give a fuck about you. I don't care if you're blood. Yeah. I mean, myself personally, it's like, you know, I, how many people in my life try to, oh, you want to give me opinions on BS? And I'm just like, shut up. Yeah, it's it literally does not matter if they are blood, if they are, you know, marriage related. It doesn't matter. Your mm-hmm. family is what you choose is your family. It literally, I, I hate that. It, blood does not mean anything. It shouldn't yeah. mean anything. It literally, it, it's just, that's not how it works. <laughs> so, so that's, that's my first one. <laughs> I, I feel very strongly about that mm-hmm. because I really do despise people that use that as a reason that they should care about something or not care about something or that somebody else's opinion should matter is mm-hmm. because they're, they're family. It's just, it's disgusting to use that as a reason. My second one <laughs> is, uh, respect your elders is absolute bullshit. Yep. And, you know, it's always so easy for people that are elders, you know, to sit there and say, you know, and defend that and Mm -hmm. whatever. It's like, I think the biggest reason why it was ever a thing was because there was a time where everybody that was an elder saw war and went through and did all of these crazy things so that you could be alive. Right. And it's not like that anymore. Your parents and grandparents, for the most part, they they didn't. They didn't deal with a war. (laughs) They didn't sit there and do all of these crazy things. Like, the ones that did, like, I 100% support respecting veterans because that's a very different thing. Yeah. They they literally... They've gone through absolute hell. There's a big difference between going through absolute hell and and just being old. Yeah. So, it's just... I I hate that. Okay, that's great. We have air conditioning. (laughs) You making it isn't a thing. Yeah. You know, and, it's, and, stupid. And it's the same thing. It's like I'm coming up and it's like, you know, I've got a big birthday coming up and I just don't care because I don't relate to these people because everybody's got this sub, this level of entitlement that, you know, oh, you know, don't. And these are the same people that like when I was 20 were like, oh, don't call me, sir. Don't call me, ma'am. You know, <laughs> da, 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 da. I'm not that old. And now they're, you know, in their 70s and 80s. And they're they're sitting there and they're like, you should respect your elders. You should learn to fucking park straight. Shut the fuck up. Get your ass back out there and go do it again. Otherwise, get your grandkid. Oh, wait, you didn't breed. Good. You know, but go repark your vehicle. I'm sick of and like I see it all the time. And it's always old people Mm -hmm. that park in spaces that aren't spaces that park in places that, you know, they you can't I cannot park in a parking space because you're so close to the line (laughs) that. 
you're you're not quite over, but your mirror is. Yeah. You know, your door. And if I park there, you're not getting in your vehicle. And if I have a passenger in the vehicle with me, they're not getting out without climbing over my lap. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, that has nothing to do. Age does not denote wisdom anymore. It Age does really not denote doesn't. experience. Age denotes that you you know you made it this far without doing something that ended up on the dark side of the web in a video montage. You know, <laughs> so great. So yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm a hundred percent with you. I'm like, yeah, no, respect your elders. No. Respect people and their authority, respect people in their authority, but that's it, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. if I go to a mechanic who's got 30 years in the business, like John, I go to John, I'm like, hey, I trust him, Mm -hmm. you know, and he tells me what to do, I go and do it. I get somebody who, you know, is part of a company that's just there for making money, trying to tell me what to do, I'm going to be like, hmm. You know, and same thing. It's like I go to people and they're like, I, I actually had a girlfriend that I literally dumped her that night so fast because she said, you know, well, only Mexicans should have Mexican restaurants. And I was like, <laughs> what? Because what? only Mexicans know how to cook Mexican food. What? And I was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was like, OK, well, you're stupid and your opinion is irrelevant and you're a little bit racist and I want nothing to do with you. <laughs> and so. Yeah, it's, you know. Well, on that <laughs> same food-related topic. Oh, God. This is a, this this one I know you're going to have, because this is going to spark you to say, like, seven other things that I know you've told me before. Oh, boy. <laughs> this one in particular is, cardamom is overused by American cafes as a way to seem cultured or ethnic. So that one's just to do with cafes and like baked goods, but mm-hmm. I know that there are so many ingredients and words. Like you hate when somebody somebody uses like authentic or uh oh gosh, artisan and artisanal. things like that. Yeah. yeah, you it, hate that. It, it, small batch artisanal foods made, you know, uh organic, blah blah blah, you know, all all of the fucking buzzwords mm-hmm. that are just BS. And there's definitely along that same line of like buzzwords, there's definitely buzz ingredients like mm-hmm. that people love to slather on their oh, packages we we have an acai reduction glaze <laughs> that we're putting on it that's gross <laughs> like what that's like ultra sweet acai what acai is all exciting to you oh it's a superfood yeah so so blueberries yeah okay and and you know what blueberries grow here mm-hmm. and they're not being imported you know i can get blueberries from here i can't get a acai from here okay and it's not special at one point you know, when you understand that a pomegranate is not as special as a raspberry. Mm-hmm. So if you want better juice, have raspberry juice because palm's not it, you know. But cardamom is, is a seasoning. But, yeah, when people use it not for what it's intended because they think, ooh. But it's like we watch these food trends that drive me up a fucking wall, <laughs> right? Because yep. people are like, oh, hey, do this. And it's like put your raw chicken in with your pasta and, and do da 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 And I watch so much cross-contamination. Yeah. You know, how many how many different cutting boards do we have? Five, six. six. We have six. We have six <laughs> different lot. cutting boards. All right. We have we have cutting boards that are made specifically for vegetables, mm-hmm. cut, cutting boards that are made for seafood, mm-hmm. cutting boards that are made for meat. Yep. And and it's like and then we have, you know, cutting boards that are made for basics like like bread and things like that. So mm-hmm. the things that, that don't 
you know, have to worry about that stuff because cross contamination is a big thing. Cross contamination will kill more people than putting a stupid pretentious ingredient in something because you didn't know how to clean it or prep it. And I've seen people handling raw fish. And then in that same token that I watched somebody handling a raw fish. Right. Mm -hmm. And and we're not talking about like beautiful. Oh, my gosh, this fish like just bonk catfish farm raised catfish they're handling it we don't know how long it's been thawing out but they grab the catfish out and then they say season it liberally and what do they do they reach into their salt well with the same hand that just touched the catfish and they grab that salt and they have to grab a little extra because it's sticking to their fingers now Mm -hmm. and they sprinkle it over there and it's fine and then they do it with other seasonings and spices because in videos you know people separate out their ingredients and i get that because it gives the editors time to be able to put the this ingredient and quantity right in it. And that's Mm -hmm. fine. But they, and it also tells the the chef to say, Oh, Hey, yeah. Remember this ingredient, this ingredient, this ingredient, this ingredient, but they do the same thing. You'll see people sit there and, Oh man, I love this rub. I use this rub all the time on this pork. And they grab the pork, even when they're wearing gloves, right? They're wearing gloves so that they don't get pork on their fingers and then use that same hand to hold the container mm-hmm. that they're sprinkling the stuff on and then put the container. Do you think they're washing that container? Oh, gosh, no. There was literally, there was a study that found that uh, season seasonings, mm-hmm. all seasoning jars are the dirtiest place in people's kitchens. No, bet. Because people don't clean them. Bet. 100%. And they touch them when they're touching everything And you see else. what I do. I bring out all the seasonings that I need. I sprinkle them all out. I go put them back and then I touch the meat. Yeah. Right? It's like, I. that's part of being a chef is prep. You know, part of killing your family is not. <laughs> so, so yeah, no. Mm, 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 mm. Just, just. Uh. So, okay. so, yeah, yeah that's, that's that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you also have a strong opinion about this one. Most people hate on, quote unquote, hard workers because they are lazy themselves and terrified of being compared. Hundred percent. That is it. <sighs> yeah. People think that anybody that works hard is it. I'm so I'm so used to this. Like I because one being around you and two because I enjoy cleaning and mm-hmm. that was always the first thing. Was, well, why do you? Why would you want to spend all the time that you do cleaning the things that you do if it's just going to get dirty again and da da da? Like it was always you know people's mindset on things. It's like okay, just because you don't like cleaning mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you shouldn't be cleaning all the time and j- just bashing on me for cleaning all the time is making me think hmm maybe it's because you don't ever fucking clean right <laughs> like, but i don't do that no I, no not, okay not <laughs> just i'm the person that's gone through and been like hey let's let's go through this and cleaning and sanitizing i appreciate the way that you clean and i appreciate how you clean and i always laugh when the girls are like i remember tabby said it i think it was tabby that said well you know things can be too clean and I just I thought that was hilarious. That was her argument. Yeah, no, that was her argument to me one time. I was like, I still see spots, you know, over here. You're cleaning this. You need to get it done. Well, you know, things can be too clean. And I just stared at her for a second while she processed the stupidity <laughs> of what she said wow. and sweated at the same time what the repercussions were going to be of having said that to me, because there is no such thing as too clean. Yeah, you there's know? I. <laughs> There's okay. Well, that's not that's not true. There's such a thing as too clean in the fact of keeping like your body clean that you have to be exposed to oh, germs to not get sick. Sure, but th- I feel like that's probably where she got it from because not, that's Tabby no. only ever regurgitates Wiping shit down she's, a freaking countertop. <laughs> yeah. No, that's very different. But right. I was gonna say Tabby regurgitates things she's heard, so that's mm-hmm. probably where it was like, ah, oh, hey, 
you know, I I learned in school that one time that if you don't get exposed to germs, you can't, you know, you'll, you'll get sick every time. Well, you don't need to worry about it because you don't brush your teeth, take a shower and <laughs> wash your hair. So shh, go now go back to work. <laughs> you know, it's like. Yeah. No, so I think. And now that I the dishwasher's working they're you know, they thought their life was going to get easier. And now it's just even a little bit harder because, hey, now there's an extra step. Ha ha. You know, well, they don't get yeah, to put it away. And they like completely like it's been what a week and a half now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they Thank still have it. Yes. And it's like it, they they still have it given a single day of the kitchen just being done right. Mm-hmm. So I they're really going <laughs> to like they're they're so used to doing it at this point that they're just not even not even trying yeah. to, to earn the dishwasher. So I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> like I'm going to put my things in the dishwasher to make it a little bit easier for you guys. But that's about it. You guys still got to do the dishes otherwise. Mm-hmm. But I but know yeah, the the whole hard workers just bashing on them thinking it's the same thing with like you know that i understand there are a lot of people that you know they have they have privileges Mm -hmm. like the girls aren't gonna ever have to work anywhere near as hard to get anywhere in life as a lot of people will because they literally have all their opportunities handed to them they're Mm -hmm. going to a college preparatory school they don't even know what they have most people would kill to be able to have you know the abilities that they have in a college prep school Mm -hmm. they just get to go to college afterwards if they do everything the way that they're they're supposed to yeah and then um but you know it's just people people look at that anybody that that does work hard and just well you know why would i want to do that why would i want to do all these things in a dead-end job why would i want to do blah 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 and they just like can't wrap their head around it it's like well maybe it's because you don't do all those things that you're not getting the raise that you're not getting you know the the opportunities that other people are getting you're, mm-hmm. you're just not because you're not working as hard yeah if and i understand there is still a middle ground of yeah you shouldn't be breaking your fucking back for a job that doesn't give a shit about you right but there's still a difference <laughs> between working to actually get what you deserve and just not and and we've talked about this before is is that one of my first jobs was Vallejo sanitation and flood control it was weed mm-hmm. abatement right and it was a team of four and they would put us out and they put us in a trench and on the trench they'd be like hey we need you to go cut down all this anise weed which anise is that big stocky thing it looks like bamboo and smells like licorice yeah um and it's like but heck I use it for uh, you can use it for cooking so but nobody in this house except me likes licorice um you said you didn't like licorice no I do. I like it in cooking. I don't like it in candy. Okay. No, no. There's foods that, that it should be in. There's foods that I think it's great in, but I don't eat the candy itself. Um, so, but, you know, there, we'd go out and we'd hit a two-mile stretch, and then the three of them were all on one side because they knew each other outside of work, right? They were all buddies from whatever, from school and everything else, and they were just burnout, stonehead rockers um, while I was just happy to not be homeless you know Mm. and i would just gun through all the anisweed and i'd meet them and and by lunchtime i was halfway done and that was when my boss lonnie was like okay you know what we're gonna give you your own truck and we're gonna give you your own trench because that's this is ridiculous because those guys were making excuses why they weren't even a quarter of the way through on one side i was more than halfway through on on the other side and it was lunchtime so they weren't going by you're sitting there looking at it going those guys combined aren't going to get their work done yeah you know and i oftentimes didn't well i was you know just barely not homeless i didn't eat much for lunch Mm -hmm. i mean i came out there with a can opener and more than one time just ate a can of tuna with the water and everything in it you know that was it so just whatever i could they didn't have we didn't really have canned chicken back then so you know but 
I would just sit there and it was like, and then a couple of weeks into that, I was able to get my own. I got sent out on my own and it was like, and then those guys were literally, oh, you're just such a butt kiss. You're, I'm like, any, any of you want to step outside? We, oh, I mean, we can go I outside. I'll, I'll do like that. that too. They're, they're like, well, you know, you should just pace it. You're making the rest of us look bad. And I'm like, no, I'm, and I, I just sat there. I got ticked because it, were, it was literally, um, you know, we're all after work and there's a, there's a bar that's right there. And I was still not old enough to be in the bar, but I was in the bar Okay. <laughs> and it was like, and they're like, you're making the rest of us look bad. And I said, no, Mike, no, Troy and no, whoever the third guy is. And I can't remember his name at all. Um, I was like, you guys are making yourselves look bad. I don't make you look bad. You make you look bad. I'm making me look good because I need this fucking job, you know? And it's like, and I'm doing this because I take pride in what I do. I, and that's, that's something that I think miss people miss from work. Right. You know, all like, well, my boss doesn't appreciate me. I worked a job that literally appreciating you meant you got closer and closer to working and shit. That's what Vallejo sanitation and flood control was. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you, you flush the toilet. That stuff goes down. It gets cooked baked boiled dried and driven out to angel island where it's dumped spread out and allowed to basically turn into a what's called a midnight soil right human fertilizer is what what they would do with that and i did it because at the end of the day i felt good about what i do you see me when i work you see me when i drive you know you know me it's like i go out and it's like all these guys all these truckers that are like oh you know you know i run 400 miles a day i'm like i run a thousand miles a day i get annoyed if i don't well you're violating your ld yeah i am i don't care i'm I'm not trucking anymore so you know f f anybody's gonna try to say otherwise but it's like no i ran i ran and i and and i wouldn't take this job if they wouldn't have let me and they knew that I went, I had a, a, you know, you put, you have two years with your CDL and you put it out there that you're looking for a job. Um, everybody wants to hire you. No accidents, no criminal, no, you have federal clearance, you have your Twit card, you have, you know, everything that you need. It's like, everybody wants to hire you. Right. And you know, Oh, you, you make money per mile, which is awesome because that is performance based. So when these guys are sitting there talking about, making 60 cents a mile and only driving 400 miles i'm making 55 cents or 59 cents a mile and i'm driving a thousand miles because i told them straight out, i'm like unless you can get creative with the eld i don't want to talk to you oh we have great we have a great eld system that's not what i'm asking do you guys get creative with your eld um i don't know what you mean all right it's been great thanks because if they don't know what i mean forget it <laughs> and then when i get to a company and it's like how creative are you guys with the ELD? What's an ELD? That was the joke. It's like, all right, Mike, you got me, right? And it's like, mm-hmm. so there it was. And so I sat there and I was like, boom, just ran my my tail off. And it was like ran and ran and ran like nonstop, right? Mm-hmm. And I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Absolutely enjoyed it. That's And that's that's where that was. Can't do it anymore. Whatever. But I take pride in what I do. I don't care what anybody else thinks or what anybody else does. So when people sit there and they put people down for working hard, you know, I'm just like, wow, thanks for telling me you're lazy without telling me you're lazy. It's just like, it's the same thing for men. When guys tell you it's not the size that matters. It's the motion of the ocean. You know what they just told you? I have a small dick. <laughs> right? I've never heard oh, yeah. that. No, that's a big guys joke around about that crap all the time. Uh, it's not the size of the wave. It's the motion of the ocean. And I'm just like, get better. <laughs> like, like you know and and even in like our relationships it's like people don't understand poly right so they mm-hmm. just talk crap about it they don't understand that it's not like you think it is it's not what you think it is it's not how you think it is you know so just shut up <laughs> you literally don't understand that 
what you need, somebody else need. And, and what's not good for you could be good for somebody else and vice versa. We've met people who help Sheila straight out say it. She's like, oh, I need to do the poly thing. No, you don't. You don't have your life together. You can't even make your bills. You shouldn't do poly anything. You know, mm-hmm. you shouldn't do a stinking, you know, parrot. <laughs> like you shouldn't even have a pet. You know, she lost it. Just, you know, she lost a house because of a cat. How ridiculous is that? She lost where she was living because she didn't tell the landlord that she had a cat. Wow. Yeah. They said no pets, no smoking. And she came there with a cat, but it's an outdoor cat. So it's okay. I've decided it. (sighs) Yeah. You, you don't deserve an animal, much less a poly relationship. And just because you can't do something like there's things that I can't do. And just because I can't do it doesn't mean it can't be done, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Rant done. Um, I have a couple more, but I wanted to say this one because I think this one is uh, along the same lines. The uh, Identifying as an introvert or an extrovert is a stupid idea. Mm-hmm. Because people that identify as introverts, like I, I used to identify as an introvert 100%. Um, I feel like there's a lot of different reasons why I did and, you know, none of them really matter because, you know, at the end of the day, I identify as an introvert. I thought, Mm -hmm. oh, I don't like talking to people. I don't like being around people. I can't, you know, I can't work. I have social anxiety and da 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 and all these other things. But really, people use it as a fucking excuse. It's another thing that people just use as an excuse to not... I can't do a customer service job because I'm an introvert and I don't like people. Yeah, it's literally that people use it as an excuse to not be normal and... I I see posts all the time of like all oh, this world isn't built for introverts you know mm-hmm. we everything we have to do we have we we have to call to make appointments and we have to go and you know have contact with people to do things and da 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 like we can't just you know get our things done the world isn't built around introverts and I'm like that's bullshit why why would the world be built around introverts <laughs> like it doesn't there's I'm sorry that social anxiety does exist yeah. You have to learn how to deal with it and live with it. You can't just not learn how to talk to people and build up your ability to have, you know, life like, and I'm sorry, a normal person Mm -hmm. (laughs) because you have this issue with talking to people. I understand that there's always, and again, there's always a fucking exception to everything. Like, I don't want to hear anybody, oh, well, you don't understand, you know, I was blah, blah, blah when I was little and I can't do this now and I was, I, I don't care. There's exceptions to every rule. Yeah. But that does not mean that you get to just not exist in a world because you're an introvert. I, it's bullshit to think, oh, well, I'm an extrovert. Because, like, again, I thought I identified as an introvert for the longest fucking time. But I, I'm not. It was literally because I lived in a world where everything that I had thought that I, you know, needed to do, could do, whatever, you know, I, I was constantly being told by my mom, it's okay, honey. You know, it's fine that you can't do this right now. We could just do it a different day. I understand that this is an issue and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And, there were so many things that I would have never learned how to do, learned what was good and what was bad for me and all these other things because I was constantly just pleased. I was constantly just being told what I wanted to hear. And even the times that I wasn't being you know, told something that I wanted to hear, I was still being told in a manner that was like, you know, this is what's, you know, this this is the way that things are. But I understand that it's going to be hard and it's OK if you can't deal with this. It's like that. No, it's not OK. It is not OK if you can't 
physically get yourself up to a counter to order something that you need to order. It is not okay if you are going to ignore your physical health because you don't want to call to make an appointment with a doctor. It is not okay to sit around and not do things because, oh, I'm an introvert and I have social anxiety. Those things are going to build up and those things are going to become an issue because Mm -hmm. at some point you have to deal with these things. If you have some ongoing problem and you need to talk to somebody and you don't because you're scared to book an appointment with your doctor you're going to make it worse yeah so it's just like i understand yeah if you it literally comes down to if well if you can't you know go and order coffee at starbucks well then i guess you don't need starbucks that bad like you can't blame the world and the way that the world has worked for hundreds of years just because you have social anxiety oh well you know thousands and you know millions of other people out there have social anxiety too great they can also learn how to not have social anxiety mm-hmm because it's the same thing for me. Yes, I have bad days where, it, and I have to stop s- saying that I have social anxiety. I don't. I just have days where I really don't want to fucking talk to people. It doesn't make it social anxiety. Right. That just means, you know what? I'm really just not in the fucking mood. And that's that's what all mm-hmm. it comes down to. I, I get nervous to do things, but that doesn't mean that it falls under social anxiety for me. It, I am an extrovert if that's what we're going to mm-hmm. do things as. But it just means that I'm a normal fucking person that can talk to people. And yeah. every once in a while, I just don't want to fucking deal with it because I don't want to have to sit here and think about all the things that you're going to say to me that I have to say back and blah, 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 blah. You know, am I going to be rude? Am I going to be nice? Am I, you know, is, what, what is this going to come across as? I don't want to have to think about those things. So I just don't feel like talking to people today. Like, that's it. And it's more often than not that I'm perfectly fucking fine. I never have an issue with going up and ordering something I want to order unless it's literally at a place that, you know, I don't know how to pronounce the fucking food. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, okay, I don't want to offend somebody. And then I get nervous. It doesn't mean that I have social anxiety. I'm sure that a lot of people go, mm, I don't know how to fucking say this, mm-hmm. but I want this thing. Would you please tell me how to say it? Like, and that's, I can do that. So it's just. I think it's stupid. I I think that it's just an excuse for people to not do the things that they need to do and want the world to change for them because all the world revolves around them. It's just, it's dumb. So. Yeah. That's my unpopular opinion. (laughs) Well, and here's the thing is, is I, for me, I know in my life, I bounce back and forth, right? Because, Mm -hmm. and and I did, I did in a big way um, because I went from being one of the most popular people in my entire school right Mm -hmm. to being homeless and just and then the things that I was doing to get off the streets and do you know who pointed out to me that I was introverted I I don't think I've ever told you this story so it's kind of cool to to do this no Robin Williams not kidding I literally have a Robin Williams story so I was working at Chevy's and when I first got my job at Chevy's I, I I was uh not working at Denny's right then. Okay. Okay. Um, I got my job at Denny uh, at, at Chevy's and they made me a bus boy cause I had nothing, no experience, no anything like that. And so I got a job as a bus boy. And now here's the funny thing was that at the time, um, I was dyeing my hair black. I just liked my hair black and I was tan and I liked my hair being black. Okay. And so I worked as a bus boy. Now it wasn't uncommon for the Chevy's that, the bus boys didn't speak English. That's why they were bus boys, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was in there. My hair was black. I had lost a lot of weight um, from the time that, you know, just being living on the street and just trying to get into a normal eating habit when you're broke ass broke um, was just really hard. And I was bussing tables and it was a lunchtime and it was bussing tables and there was 
you know, there's a table in the back that literally faces a window to nothing. There's just, there's a patio on the side and there's a window to nothing. And there was somebody sitting back there and I was bussing a table that was close to that table. And I looked over and I saw that whoever it was that was facing the table, literally it was like three quarters of the way down on their salsa. So I walked back and I went and grabbed salsa and it's not generally the bus boys that do it or busters that do it at that point. But I went and grabbed another thing of salsa and I put it down and I took it over to his table quietly, never said a single word, put it down and um, grabbed up his empty one. And he said, thank you. And I said, you're welcome. And he goes, whoa. <laughs> and, I, and I looked at him and I went, what? And I realized who he was. And he was like, he's like, I didn't think you spoke English. I just said it out of habit. And it was Robin Williams. And he's like, I've seen you cleaning up the station like the entire time you've been here at lunch. And I'm, I'm like, yeah. And, and he's like, do you talk? And I'm like, yes, sir. I'm, I talk fine. He goes, he goes, I didn't think you spoke English. Like he was like <laughs> baffled that I spoke English. Cause you know, and, and then he sat there and he goes, he goes, do you just not have any friends boy? Like literally it was like, do you not have any friends? I was like, what? And it's like, I'm like, no, if I don't talk, I just don't get in trouble. And nobody here. And one of the servers came over and they went, Joey, I didn't know you because sp- it was his server. And it was like, there was, I guess a policy in place. Like if a celebrity came, there was, you know, don't all go on, don't, you know, everything else. And mm-hmm. I was like, and she's like, I didn't even know you spoke English. And, you know, I'd been working there for like a month and a half at that point, like six weeks. But I mean, I was working for sanitation flood control in the morning. I was working there. I was no longer in, in San Francisco. I was no longer in, enjoying the, the happy little parts of my life. So I was just quiet because I just didn't like people. And I sat there and it was like, yeah, I, I just don't talk and and i'm like but you don't have that problem and he laughed and he goes you'd think that and he goes but here's the thing you know why aren't you talking it's like because then people don't get mad at me and nobody's gonna get mad at me nobody's gonna hate me and i'm not gonna get fired and he goes he goes who fucking cares and it just sat with me like And literally I, I went home and it was, this was, this was Tuesday and I was off on Wednesdays and Thursdays there. So I worked Vallejo sanitation and flood control and, and came home and it was like, all, all I heard was Robin Williams telling me who fucking cares. And then, so I came back to work on Friday cause nobody had the weekends off at Chevy's. Mm-hmm. Um, I came back to work on Friday and sure as hell, I started talking to everybody was just like, are you new? Are you did it like I had people that were like, are you new? No, that's Joey. Wait, why is he? T- is this da-da-da? and I wasn't wearing baggy clothes because I wasn't like you know I just like I was wearing form fitting clothes. I was just a different person. I just started caring about my hair. I started caring about how I looked, how I smelled, how I you know how I presented myself and everything else. And it's like, and I'm so glad that my life never went back to that. You know, so mm-hmm. yeah. So when introverted is damaged. And you need to repair the damage. You can't just leave it alone. Mm-hmm. And if if I hadn't repaired it, my life would just be garbage. 100%. So, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, now let's... <laughs> we'll, we'll make this one short. But let's... I, I have a big one for things that should be illegal that aren't. Do you have anything for it specifically? Okay, good. Because I do. And so, mine is, is going to actually shock you. Okay? Okay. So... Things that are allowed in foods that are legal here in the U.S. that are illegal everywhere Ugh, else. There's a lot like that. Okay. I only know one big one. What's that? The high fructose corn syrup. Okay. It's that... illegal in like all of the U.K. to mm-hmm. put in foods. They can put corn syrup in, in foods, but they cannot put high fructose corn syrup and sell it because 
it makes you fucking fat and yeah. <laughs> diabetic. So, you know, I knew about that one, but I don't I don't really know about any others. How about how about a poison? Should a poison be allowed in your food? <laughs> Should a poison be allowed in almost every organic food that's out there? It shouldn't, but okay. knowing the nature of what we're doing, oh, yeah. I'm going to go with it is. Arsenic. Levels of arsenic. There is a level of arsenic that is allowed in our food in, in U.S. plates. Yeah, and, and isn't that a, a thing that was like part of why the FDA was even created was mm-hmm. to stop. And, and then instead of like everything, corruption and, you know, thinking, you know, along the they they use probabilities and percentages yeah. instead of going, hey, let's just care about the fucking U.S. population. And so they go, oh, well, this is, you know, it, this won't kill them. So, you know, it's, it's fine. Yeah. And that's just one of them. <laughs> no, it, it, here's what's crazy is arsenic is actually the World Health Organization, one of the top 10 chemicals of major health concern. Well, duh, because like long term exposure to it with, with uh, you know, high levels of arsenic. 100% associated with higher rates of, of skin, bladder, lung cancers, heart disease. Oh, yeah, poisoning, you know. <laughs> and and that's, that is according to the FDA, okay? And the FDA then released a statement about the presence of arsenic in U.S. foods, which include apples, rice, and all organic fruits what hold on mm-hmm. what yeah. how yeah it's it, no idea i have no idea I, I probably have to look it up and, and and find it but yeah no 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 this is literally this is i'm on the fda site looking at the fda it's like but but here's the thing it's like european countries they're like no there is no acceptable level of why, arsenic in our foods thank this, you very much <laughs> why right? is this just a thing that but we're, we have an what? acceptable level and, and that's arsen- there's no such thing as an acceptable level i mm-hmm. was it isn't the same thing with like bugs and like rat poop and things yeah. like that oh, where yeah. there's a certain level of now, it now now here's, okay. here's one of the fun ones and and now the number's down to zero but it wasn't always is but they had to leave the the part of the nutrition label on there is to understand there is no protein in tomatoes right Mm -hmm. there are no pro there's no protein in tomatoes there is no protein in sugar there is no protein in high fructose corn syrup and there is no protein in salt okay those i I just named every ingredient in ketchup but ketchup label bottle labels have protein (laughs) now they're they're now down to what? they don't have to put less than one percent now they can put down zero percent if it's less than one percent but it used to be that you would see them and they would say less than one percent well here's the thing you know what that one percent was that less than one percent was mm-hmm. yeah yeah it was bugs it was worms it was literally small insects that got washed ground up chopped That's cooked nasty. and mixed in with with America's favorite condiment. So I'll tell you what, it makes me appreciate that in Europe, mayonnaise is what they dip their French fries in. <laughs> See, it's know. things like that. Like, I I understand that, it, like, it sucks. That's, like, the only thing that makes you go, you know what, maybe we do need to just, like, grow mm-hmm. a lot of tomatoes. Because, like, I don't want to grow a bunch of tomatoes and us not be able to use them. Sure. Because we'll eat them all. But, like, we love tomato sauces yeah. and ketchup yep. and any of those things so it's like we need to learn how to start making those tomato things sauce, because tomato paste we can literally yeah. this year we can freeze dry our tomatoes we can we have so many things that we can do what would be good about freeze drying them you can have freeze dried tomato powder to literally make 
your own sauces and your okay. own paste and your own flavoring and actually you can use it as a seasoning so being able to do that send dry tomatoes uh, go ahead and you know and and what did we learn this last year what's one of our favorite things lacto fermented foods right so it's like we can lacto ferment tomatoes and and have those as a preserve so i'm no i'm all over you grow as many tomatoes as you can possibly shove <laughs> well, we need shove to get more cattle there. panel yeah i know and you know deal deal with that but no, th- doing all this stuff just makes me more and more like mm-hmm. I I think that if this this first year of doing the gardening club goes well, I think it's going to I think it's going to change from a gardening club to a homesteading club mm-hmm. because if I you know focus on the gardening side and just getting to that point of kind of perfecting it this year yeah. while you know simultaneously helping them, my thing that I'll be doing alone will be working on some of those other extra things mm-hmm. like getting canning down and that's you know if i get that down it's all over for you bitches because <laughs> i don't <laughs> fucking know that's gonna be the beginning of the end i've already got the sourdough starter is is looking good i am hoping that you know it stays looking good so you know it's just <laughs> mm-hmm. but anyways yeah no biggest reason because this is bullshit the fact that you know our own fucking government that put in place an entire organization dedicated to making sure that our food isn't going to kill us and they are allowing things in our food that's going to kill us Mm -hmm. it's just it's it's insane i can't even believe that fda yeah (laughs) to have an to have what's called an acceptable level of poison can i you got to ask them what is an acceptable level of fecal matter of human fecal matter in my food right Mm. because that's what i want to know i want to know where where is the line because in my head it goes holy crud so for us one of the things that we know um the largest the largest rice producer in the u.s is in calusa uh, county california they're the largest uh, producer of rice but most of that rice goes overseas because they don't want they don't want their own rice that's grown in, in in parts of china like the good parts of china don't eat their own rice the rice that's grown in china they eat the rice that's grown in calusa and so I know oh. what the back channels are for that because uh, they they pre-buy all the rice. These okay. these companies pre-buy every every grain of rice, right? Before it's ever even grown. And so that rice goes bye-bye. But I know which con- I know which companies import them in and I know what to look for on the tags. I'll talk about it some other time, but I'm going to make sure we stock up first. <laughs> so, but yeah. In my mind, there is no such thing as an acceptable level of poison. It's what's an acceptable level of anything else that is bad for you, right? It's just there's there's not. Now, don't get me wrong. Hey, if you want to buy rice that has arsenic in it, if you want to buy apples that has arsenic in it, on it, or whatever, and you can't always wash it off because here's one of the things about apples is the arsenic. People think, oh, well, I'll just wash the apples. Apples have a wax layer on it. Right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times the arsenic that they've they've detected is sub wax on the skin. Yeah. Well, duh. You're not supposed to consume fucking wax. Right. But for some reason, that's something like, I mean, I know that they do it for the sake of being able to preserve apples. From yeah. Their that's season why apples are apples for, are available year round. Yeah. And, and I can accept that. But man, I want an apple tree so bad. But <laughs> we can't have one out here. So yeah, no. the Sad. apple trees. No, but yeah. we can have other things. I definitely mm-hmm. want to look into, you know. I want to find places that they do have a lot of the things that we enjoy and stop getting them from the stores because like 
I, I would love for us to, you know, we, we talked about how there was a, a blueberry farm closer to Tyler oh, and yeah. then we never went. Yeah. I really would like to go <laughs> because so would I would I. love to get just a bunch of blueberries, a bunch of strawberries from a strawberry patch or whatever. And, you know, all the things that I can't, mm-hmm. you know, I'm trying, but until I get those things down and we actually have enough, like I want to learn how to preserve, preserve all of those things so that we're getting them, you know, because most of those places are, you know, bring, bring a basket and as much as you fucking get, that's, <laughs> that's what you get. And so I would love to do that. And instead of worrying about taking up all that space in our backyard, trying to grow it and failing over and over again, mm-hmm. being able to just get it from somebody else that's, you know, good at it, not using a bunch of crap all over their stuff and then shipping it somewhere <laughs> and putting more stuff on it and then shipping it somewhere else so that, you know, it could be packaged and then shipping it somewhere else. <laughs> like I would love to just go to the fucking source and grab it and have it for ourselves. No fucking preservatives on that shit and just, go ham on getting things like that because yeah because like you can't have mercury in your food right if if there's if there's mercury lead you know uh cadmium um they they're literally they they look for these things that are Mm -hmm. like hey we gotta we pay attention and they literally have you know what's acceptable on it but arsenic no you can have it in your food that's so stupid. Right? So it's just it just blo- baffles my mind. It's like this is your government. This is your government who wants to register your garden, who wants who wants it to be illegal for you to gather your own water, who wants to limit the number of animals in you that you can have, you know, and limit the amount of production of food that you can have. And then I find it funny because I sit and I've had to have this discussion with people. They're like, "Well, that's why I bought a freeze dryer." And that's, you know, that's why I bought this and I bought that and I got this and I got that and I said, "Oh, okay." I'm like, so that way the government doesn't know what I have. Well, the government knows what you have. I was going to say, that's a what? <laughs> Where did you buy your seats? I got them at Lowe's. Okay, did you pay cash? What? Did you pay cash? No. So you didn't pay cash for your, for your seats? Well, no. Okay. So guess what? So the government knows what plants you, you, you've got seeds for. So, you know, your freeze dryer. Nobody paid cash for their freeze dryer. Nobody. You couldn't. We could not buy our, our freeze dryer with cash. Okay? Tried. Nope. Harvest right. There's no way to do it. There's no store. There's no retail store for them. And there was no there was no retail store selling the large freeze dryers at all at the time. Right. Mm-hmm. Nope. So the government knows we have a freeze dryer. They don't know what volume that we're using it for. But, you know, we make a simple trip to the ATM, get cash, and then they don't know what's going on with that cash. That's it. We tumble it into a bunch of purchases when we are getting it like we go to Walmart and buy you know, $300 worth of stuff and somewhere in there's $20 worth of seeds, but the government knows, you know, but they don't know how many of our seeds are viable, how many of our seeds we have from last year and how many seeds that we're getting from yeah, the tomatoes that you actually getting, bought at the grocery yeah, store. <laughs> you're and saving seeds from other foods exactly. when you're buying green onions and regrowing them and anything like that. Yep. Same thing for celery. You can regrow celery from, you know, the bottom of it. So mm-hmm. yeah, all so, that stuff is just. <laughs> so your government who wants to regulate everything that you do, is telling you that a certain level of arsenic in your food is okay. So, yeah. <laughs> and this has been the Afternoon Dive on the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we just want to remind you that which does not kill you is probably getting a job with the FDA and writing half of this shit that we're talking about. Peace out with your peace out. Bye.